Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Wednesday. Yesterday it was Eddie Scazzeri, I think, that sat in. Although he did. Presley, right? Because the person did the early way. So I'm back now, but you're going to Eddie tomorrow because I'll be out again tomorrow. What? But for now, we say hello to Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, this podcast will be a little shorter than normal. Mr. Boomer Esiason was uh, recording something in our studio. And the other re- in our studio, in our studio, <laughs> that's right, Jerry. And uh, the other studios here, which I used to know how to work. Yes. Now I have no idea. They're, they're using different recording programs. Yes. So I am clueless. I do want to start off with something though that has been was going around the internet the last couple of days. Oh, I'm you know, viral? Uh, it's uh, not viral, but no. uh, you know this Billie Eilish is a singer. I know who that is. You know yes. Billie Eilish, yes. right? Uh, a younger uh, woman, yeah. Isn't Billie Eilish the one that says uh, she's jumping on trampolines? She's only, uh, that I don't know. She's only, uh, she turns 18 later this month, so she's young. Yeah. Yeah, she got very popular current pop top 40 songs. And on 92.3 alt. On 92.3, she's a crossover. 92.3, she's on pop radio, all good. So she was a guest on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. And he wanted to see if she was aware of pop music acts from 1984, the year that... Jimmy Kimmel was 17 years old. All right, then. That makes sense. So uh, asked about uh, Van Halen, and uh, she was not aware of... He said, could you name anyone in Van Halen? And she says, well, I don't know who Van Halen is. Okay. She's unaware of Van Halen. Sure. So people, like, like, went crazy. Like, how could this woman be in music and not know who Van Halen is? This is ridiculous. One of the great rock bands of all time. Right. Ba ba ba. My son's fifteen. He has no idea who Van Halen. Exactly. Is. By no the way, idea. I'm sure. I'm sure Eddie Van Halen has no idea who Billie Eilish is. Perhaps not. It's also not like Van Halen gets played very often anywhere. Not like, that. Where would you hear? Not it? that she would hear. That's what I mean. Where would a seventeen-year-old? And I, it's funny because I think a seventeen-year-old still will hear the Rolling Stones. 
I think a 17-year-old will still hear the Beatles. Okay. Where are they hearing Van Halen? Well, this was, I thought, very nice. So Wolfgang Van Halen. That's the kid? That's Eddie Van Halen's kid with, with Valerie Bertinelli. Right. Uh, he also, by the way, once uh, the Van Halens threw Michael Anthony out of the band, right? Uh, played bass, then went on tour in the reunion tour, Wolfgang Van Halen now plays bass in Van Halen. Right. Sings back up. Which is the way it should be. That's cool. So he came they to her. They still on tour? Uh, they haven't been on tour, oh, but okay. when they do tour, that's who, who plays. So Wolf Wolfgang Van Halen took to Twitter and said, if you haven't heard of Billie Eilish, go check her out. She's cool. If you haven't heard of Van Halen, go check them out. They're cool too. Music is supposed to bring us together, not divide us. Look at him. Listen to what you want and don't shame others for not knowing what you like. That's awesome. That's about as mature a response as you'll ever find. How old is he? He's got to be in his 30s, Wolfgang right? Van Halen, Jerry? 30s? Let's see. You know what? It doesn't say how old uh, Mr. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen is. I'm sure someone right now is saying, just Google it. I am. Uh, Smash Mouth. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Who's all very active on Twitter, Jerry. Smash, Smash Mouth. Okay. He says, we grew up listening to Van Halen, and we're old as F. So why would Billie Eilish know who they are? I'm, I completely agree. Hashtag no diss. You follow? Oh, uh, yeah. Wolfgang is 28. <laughs> 28? Yeah. I'd love to be 28. Do you wish uh, no, you were 28? No, I don't think you do because I saw you post a photo of yourself from about 20 years ago at K-Rock. Yeah. I don't think you want to be that again. That was not a good look for me. No, it was not a good look. Actually, it was pathetic. It I was, can't believe it's the same person. It was from 2004. I posted a uh, the K-Rock Christmas party. I had a chance to meet Robin Quivers. Do you think she remember that? No, she would not remember that. Did you post it and tag her on it? Uh, I did not. Why would you not I don't, tag her on I don't that? even, did not oh, even think really of that. That would have been really cool, actually. She did not even think retweet. that. I might have got a freaking wheat retweet from a Stern Show person. Yes, you might have. My dream, Jerry, after being on News 12. Well, okay, let's relax. She looks very good in that photo, this she Robin. She does. Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I oh, do yeah. not look so good in that photo. You First of all, hor- you look like a different human being. I have a double chin. I have yeah. terrible hair. Hair. Terrible hair. And I'm wearing a sweater from structure. And you have a bad physique. And a bad, plumpy physique. You don't look great. It's it's not your best look. It's not a good look. No. I look better now than yes, I did and then. and younger. Yes. And that was 15 years ago, Jerry. Yes. Hmm. A new survey is out. Survey says. That says December 6th, which, which is just in two days, Jerry. Because today's the 4th. Today's the 4th. Thank you. December 6th is the last day you can break up with someone before Christmas. Otherwise, you're a bad person. Who says this? This is a new uh, survey saying how what's the latest you can break up December with someone. December 23rd. Oh, that would be Just don't crushing. do it on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And quite frankly, if the a-hole or the biatch deserve it, you do it on that day anyway. That's true. Like if you honestly, yeah. If you caught your your girlfriend cheating on you on right. Christmas Eve, are yeah. you going to say out. can't do it? No, out. But I think not. they're saying if you've just been thinking about it. Oh, well then you can put it off. It said a majority of those who polled found that breaking up any later than Friday, December sixth, was too harsh. I guess. I mean, I think that's still early. After that, if it's past December sixth. 32% of those polled believe you should wait until January. <laughs> wow. You have to deal with that for another few weeks. Just go to K Jewelers. Uh, Every kiss begins with K. 
here's the reasons people broke up in December. Because they hate each other. Well, these are a little more specific. Let's see. Those who have had a December breakup listed the following reasons for the split. The spark had gone, Jerry. Cheating claims. Realizing true living habits. Money-related issues. Mm -hmm. And simply the stress of Christmas breaking them up. Oh, shut up. Could you imagine? The stress of Christmas. I don't think we could be together anymore. This Christmas is stressing me out. Wow. Yeah. You got to be careful around the holidays. Terrible. Although you do get out of getting a gift for someone. That's true. You save some cash. You break up now because it's not December 6th. You get back together with them January 3rd. That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. <laughs> that is the way to do it. That's terrible. That is the way to do it. That's see... terrible as we both have the same thought. <laughs> like, honestly. I see Maggie Gray out in the newsroom. I'd love to bring her in here for an interview. So grab her. <laughs> what do you think? That'd be awesome, right? Bring her in. I got eight minutes. Maggie, sit down. Well, we need to talk about rumors and innuendo. You're not going to get her? No. Right. For some reason, I'd be getting in trouble for that. Why? Yeah, if she says something dumb. Yeah, know. then we're all in trouble. Well, what was that gain us, Jerry? Nothing. Absolutely freaking nothing. I love this idea. Very innovative idea coming out of India. A farmer in India. A farmer in India. A farmer I did not, in now, India. Now, a man in Florida, I thought we might hear Yeah, today. no. I did not think I would hear you say, a farmer in India. Right. It sounds like uh, the jokes you used to tell in grammar school. A farmer in India walks into a bar. No, uh, in India, Jerry, there's monkeys. Monkey. Yeah, that uh, attack coffee crops, right? So they're growing coffee in India, right. and the wild monkeys there attack the coffee crops. Do you, you drink any Indian coffee? No. Uh, is Ethi- you have. Is Ethiopia in India? No, it's Africa. Because well, I definitely have had Ethiopian coffee. Right, isn't it? Yeah, Ethiopia's in Africa. Yeah, you're right. Not India. Indian coffee? I'm not aware of. I bet of. you have, though. I bet I have as well. Yeah, but go ahead. Is Colombia in India? Oh, God. Just, I definitely drink Colombian on coffee. Jesus Christ, just keep going. It's not in Brazil either. And where does Donut Blend come from? Because I have that <laughs> as well. It comes from Lindenhurst. <laughs> so I guess they have these uh, monkeys that are attacking the crops, uh, yeah. and they do have dogs, these uh, these farmers, but the monkeys have no fear of the dogs and will still attack the crops because I guess the monkeys feel like Either I could get away from the dog, I could beat up the dog. Whatever it is, dogs are not a deterrent to wild monkeys who want to attack coffee crops. So one farmer started doing the following, which worked, and now all of the farmers in India are doing it. And this is not a lie, Jerry, I have a photo. They are painting stripes on their dogs to look like tigers. (laughs) And the stupid-ass monkeys... Is that really working? They don't know the difference. And it's wow. working. Well, monkeys That's a innovative. Don't they put scarecrows out just to scare birds away? They do. Right? I mean, all right. Kind of silly, but okay. The, no- the monkeys now refrain from entering my plantations. The guy did a great job. It's this very small photo. You couldn't see it from where you are. I wonder what made him think to do that. Paint the dogs. Uh, the farmer's daughter says it was my father's idea to scare monkeys away. Earlier, monkeys used to destroy all our crops. Everyone in our village is replicating this idea. That's how they make their money, right? That's yeah. how they make their living. I would say this. If you have a dog that's not scary looking and you don't want people to break into your house. Just paint it like a zebra. <laughs> yep. Well, a tiger. You know what's funny about 
you mentioned their crops and yeah. nice that's how they make a Coffee living. Crops. Like that's life. You see the commercial that's out there. I don't know if it's Walmart or Amazon, I forget what it is. It's all the kids opening up their gifts and they're so excited. And the one girl's like, This is the greatest day of my life or something because mm-hmm. she got her Nintendo Switch or something. Yeah, I mean, it is really pathetic what we've become. How so? Uh, just so much. Be excited about a Nintendo Switch? No, I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, it's as if the holiday has nothing to do with family. Right. Has nothing to do with Jesus Christ, which is what it's supposed to be about. Sure. I mean, it's like literally a, it's a, a Jesus holiday. Thought, right? I mean, you think about it. It's not even, instead, it's about the Christmas list. What's Santa bringing? And, and you can have the snottiest little bastard kids, and they're still going to have this amazing Christmas. And you think about, like, what it's supposed to be. And then mm-hmm. you think about these people in India. Right, who are fighting monkeys. Their livelihood will be shattered by wild monkeys attacking their crops. Like, they, they will not make money. Unless you paint your... If you don't paint your dog to look like a tiger, you will lose your living to wild monkeys. Really amazing, isn't it? Yeah. How spoiled we are. Right. I'm going to tell that story to my younger nieces and nephews this holiday. Yeah, you I don't know have of. kids. Do you think it's possible you have kids? No. You don't think there's any chance that you got a girl pregnant in the last 25 years? Um, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I just want to. Yeah. But I always like to think that I had powerful sperm. <laughs> <laughs> that could even defeat the pill. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> Would it fly across the room? <laughs> when I was a young man, Jerry, I was very... I mean, last week. <laughs> I was very uh, strong in that area. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. As a younger person? Oh, yes. Well, Quite funny. strong. And then that changed. Well, listen, the prostate is a... That dribbles out. Funny thing. <laughs> Speaking of crops, Jerry, here in America... Oh, man. We are bracing for a possible... French fry shortage. Again, we've done this before. French fry shortage. Grow more potatoes. A poor potato harvest, Jerry. I will get them from France. Wild weather has hurt crops. And monkeys. An increase in fry processing capacity in Canada has boosted their demand. The combination will lead to tight supplies. Potato prices could climb this year in North America. Oh, good. Maybe people lose some weight then this winter. How about this? Quote, look at this quote. This is all about America. French fry demand has just been outstanding lately. And so supplies can't meet the demand. I believe that. Have, about, you, have you gone to a McDonald's or a Burger King and seen the, the, the drive-thru? Yeah. I mean, it's insane. I hope uh, we're not getting shortage of sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes, Jerry. You know that. I know you do. I like sweet potatoes as well. Yeah. We went to Wendy's a few weeks ago. It was like one of those... Um, we missed lunch. Okay, and it was before dinner, and so I figure it was after a couple of baseball games. And we figure we'll stop at Wendy's and bring Matthew home something. We figure there'd be nobody there. Be, it was I think it was three o'clock in the afternoon. Right, you're not at lunch. You're not at dinner. No, the place was packed. packed. Like we walk, I was like, wow, look at this. Like we had to open up Wendy's. Spicy nuggets. It was un. And trust me, it's. I don't. We. I don't eat fast food very often. That might be the best one though. Wendy's? Yeah, because you can get the, the potato or you, right. can, uh, you can get the, the frosty, you can get the, the burger. You want the, they have gr- great grilled chicken sandwiches. My it's sister gets good. a potato plain. Mm-hmm. She gets a chili. 
and she oh, pours the chili, the chili in the potato. the potato. How good does that sound? That's even on a Weight Watchers uh, That's pretty good. List. Well, because chili's, I mean, I should say it's great. There's a lot of salt in it. Salt and chili? But there's a lot of protein in the meat. Yeah, man. Yeah, chili protein. That's good. And if you take the potato with nothing else on it, even a white potato, right. as long as you're not loaded up with butter and sour cream and cheese. Correct. A potato is not going to hurt you. It's the loaded potato, Jerry, that will get you in trouble. The loaded potato will just destroy you. That will burn you in the Although end. Although they're really good. I do love a potato. Why does everything that's not healthy have to be so damn Delicious. Good? Yeah. Like last night, I was the only one on the bus, on the team bus. A lot of the guys got pizza. Rutgers personal, team bus? Yeah, a little personal pizzas. From where? I got a place in Pittsburgh. A local? Yeah. And so I got a uh, veggie wrap with uh, blackened chicken in it. Yeah. And it was awesome. But I got to tell you, the guy sitting next to me with the pizza... Seems so much more awesome. More awesome than yes. yours. So so good. <laughs> so pizza more awesome than veggie wrap with you chicken. Think? Yeah. As much as I actually liked it, it's not. It's just not the same. So and then they gave us Nestle Crunch bar. Oh, I love that thin, yeah, I, I crispy. Very good. Oh my god. I'm sitting there. I'm like, why did I? I'm sitting there like right. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> like you sat there and said, oh, I'm not gonna have the pizza. Ooh, a Nestle Crunch Bar. I right. mean, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> stupid. You know what I had, too? United gave us on the charter out there a Lara Bar. Oh, what? how are those? Tremendous. What flavor did you get? Um, Lotso Nuts. Lotso Nuts. <laughs> with chocolate, with the chocolate coating <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Lotso Nuts. Dude, it was good. And not bit. Like, it was a good size. So I thought Lara Bars were for women. Okay. Uh, to me, they're all the same. Right. I guess. Maybe but it was a plane full of basketball men. Yes. So I guess well, it's... Well, that came from the, from from the United. charter, from United. It wasn't like the uh, the Rutgers trainers gave us those. Okay. But still, I'm sure if you look at them... Right, there's not like estrogen in I the... think they're marketed towards women, but yeah. they're still really good. Might be my favorite one now. Really? I was into the zone bar for a while. I've had enough of that. I, I was a big zone bar guy years ago. It's like a candy bar, though. Yeah. So I think I might go Lara bar now. Okay. And then there's the other ones, but I don't, I don't know. Wow, we got to get some sponsors, Jerry. Lara bars, Wendy's, Veggie Wraps. Yeah, let's go. What else did we mention? I don't know, but keep mentioning them. I do have to leave though. All right, Jerry. The I'm warm going up. To Chicago. I'll oh. see you later. I'll see you Monday. You're doing the Cowboy game, Cowboy Bears for the Compass Bears. Media Networks. Yes. Thursday night football. I'm going home, putting clothes in the washing machine. Going upstairs, packing another bag, and going back to the airport. So we'll see you Monday. Oh. Monday. Okay. All right. I'll see CeeLo for the warm-up on Thursday, Friday. I'll see Eddie Scazzeri for the post-game on Thursday, tomorrow. Perfect. All right, warm-up show is next to you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Oh, hi there. Uh, Jerry is out today. He is in Pittsburgh. CeeLo joins me. Hello, CeeLo. Hi, Al. You just informed me you were stalking me on the highway this morning. I saw you on the highway coming out of the tunnel. I didn't realize that. I just named the make and model of your car, and it was you. And it's a relatively new car, so you really, it's not like you knew what I was driving, and you, oh, that must be CeeLo. That sounds like you're bragging. peered into my, no, no brag. Oh. But you managed to peer into my window I did. at 3.45 I did. in the morning. And I saw your head and your glasses. And there I said, you go. That's CeeLo. Narrowed it down. Because normally at that hour, it's mostly, if you look at license plates, uh, the taxi and limousine sure. commission folks. Uber, the Ubers, the Lyft, Lyfts. Yeah. yeah. 
whatever the third one is. I was not doing that. You were not Ubering or lifting. No. And Jerry's in Pittsburgh for a Rutgers-Pittsburgh basketball game. Very exciting. Yeah. They're playing Pitt, huh? They are. So non-conference game for uh, the Scarlet Knights. So Jerry misses today's show for that. Right. Then he comes back tomorrow. Yes. Then he goes to Chicago. Chicago. For more Rutgers basketball. One of these kids going to classes. That's an excellent question. I've yeah. always wondered that, being a non-college athlete myself. Maybe Jerry tutors them on the plane. <laughs> but while he had the one school that got shut down well, years back, this is a different kind of school. It was right? not a school. Oh, it wasn't a school. Right. It was not a school. Uh, let's see. The Panthers wide receiver, Chris Hogan, he played for the Patriots. He played, I believe, locally in Monmouth. the Monmouth area. Yes, Monmouth uh, University played wide receiver there or quarterback. I always feel like those these guys that play in these smaller schools, like a Julian Edelman Well, that's type. what Bel- they look for, the guys that can, you know, Swiss Army knives. They serve all purposes, right? That's what uh, Belichick likes? I think so, yeah. So uh, Chris Hogan has uh, put a plea out on his Twitter, and I checked this morning to see if it was updated, and nothing has been updated. His car was stolen, Mm. and he is asking, quote, in the spirit of the holidays for the person who stole it to please return it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He didn't mention what kind of car he has, but he would like it back. Did he say where it was stolen? Nope. Mm. He didn't say where it was stolen, what kind of car was stolen, in the spirit of the holidays, though, he would prefer if you'd bring that back to him. I wonder how that will work out for the individual if they returned it. Yeah. It'll just be all forgiven and we'll Here's kind of just... Signed football. Wash our, wash our hands of the situation. Yeah. Or See, that's we'll... what you got to do. You got to go, you know what? Tomorrow morning I wake up, the car's in my driveway, no right. questions we'll asked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll turn, turn off, off the security system. Yeah, turn yeah. off the ring doorbell. I'm not going to film you returning the car. See, now I wonder, I don't remember what kind of contract Chris Hogan got with the Panthers, but I believe it's his first year with the team. I wonder if he's one of these guys, like, does he even have a home? Or is he just, like, in some apartment community down there? Because right. he's got a home. I mean, shouldn't the car be in the garage? I would I'm think sure so. it wasn't stolen from the Panthers practice facility. You right. know? They didn't walk in. All these NFL teams have security that guards these uh, lots for their players with their bougie cars. Yeah, he really didn't uh, give a lot of details. Where was the car stolen? What is the car? Where would you like it returned? I wouldn't want it back if someone had my car. That's weird. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld thing. No, but it is like very, like I once had my car radio stolen. Uh-huh. And I felt weird being, like, when you get in your car and it has been broken into, it feels like this isn't my car You've anymore. You've been violated. Yeah. That was back in the day with the removable radios that you, yes. when you used to, like, take them with you in, like, a little satchel. Well, I had the one where you would just take the faceplate off. Oh, okay. But then the thieves knew he probably just threw that in the glove box. <laughs> yeah, I did. Right. Stolen. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, so I would not hide it very well. Yeah, I wouldn't want this car back. I had my car broken when we were still into in Astoria. I left my Honda Civic overnight. I was visiting a friend in Manhattan, and I got an email, of all things. From the thief? No, not oh. from the thief. <laughs> this is wild. I get an email. So-and-so says, I have your, your personal belongings. Um, you know, here's my address. Please come by. You can hand them back. And I'm thinking, like, how the heck is that possible? I had left my work bag in the car done for the most part. I was working with right you guys in the, in the morning. I, well, yeah, I guess, kind of. I thought I had tucked it underneath the seat, but someone said, hey, it's a backpack, so they went right into my car. I lost an iPod, some headphones, but they left the rest of my belongings strewn across someone's front yard in Astoria, <laughs> right, which had my like my resume, my contact yeah. I, from being at work. So this person got in touch with me via email. So I get this email, and I'm trying to put the pieces together, and then I realized, uh-oh, the only way... 
they could have my work stuff means my car must have got broken <laughs> into. Sure enough, took the subway back to Astoria, and the lock had been picked. No bag, iPod, headphones gone. And I did go to this person's house and recovered the, you know, non-expensive items that were left behind by did, the thief. Did you give a reward? No, I didn't what? give a reward. Your For stuff what, was strewn over Queens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my folder with my work information in it. That was about it. Okay. If they recovered any of the valuables, maybe I would have given them a reward. Well, that was sort. nice. I was also like, you know, 22 and making right. no money, so no it's kind of difficult. Yeah. I would give you a reward. I have no cash. That's it's right. been stolen. Cash. Uh, another interesting sports-related story, though. Milwaukee Bucks guard, Pat, I don't know how to say this dude's name, Pat Connaughton? Connaughton? Are you familiar with him? Vaguely. All right. I've 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 heard the name. How's that? So he's another guy that's how gotten... How many in... did he have in a 40-plus point win over the Knicks last oh, night? Oh, that I'm not yeah, sure. I, I should I have checked either. his stats. Maybe he probably... didn't even have to play. Who knows? He probably had a huge game with that blowout. But uh, he's one of these guys who's on that app Cameo. Mm-hmm. You familiar with this? Where I, I know of it, but I'm, I've not used it. If I you want, it. if you want celebrities to wish you a happy birthday, to uh, have a message for a friend of oh, yours, the, thing that, the Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown right. does it. Sent to Mike Francesa. Yes, yeah. a lot of celebrities do this, but a lot of them, and Brett Favre is one also who caught got caught doing this. They'll read almost anything you send them. <laughs> Like Ron Burgundy. Yeah, so like these groups uh, that are like anti-cop or anti-certain religions, they send these messages with coded words, and these athletes read it, and then these groups then disseminate it and say, "Look at what Brett Favre said." What do you Favre mean said. by coded words? Like how do you how do you how do you trick? A well, human being into delivering an anti-cop message. Well, because they'll use like um, they use code words. Uh, let's say, let's say, for example, um, I don't want to make you say no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one up. I'm gonna make one up. Let's say the phrase "flip flip" gimmick is an anti-cop phrase. I'd be like, "Hi, I'm what's this guy's name? Hi, I'm Pat Conigan." <laughs> Hey, flip flip gimmick to those guys. Like, oh my god! Like they don't look up what the words. Got to got to make use of Urban Dictionary. Yeah, you got to research before you put the message out there. Do some research. So he's in trouble on how to apologize. But now, when when they distribute this, right? They say, "Oh, look what Pat Connaughton said." Like, is it really? Does everyone else know what it meant? He's some moron who didn't realize what the lingo was. Like, if I if I heard this message, would I know? No. So that's where it's kind of like, all right, did he? It's not like he knowingly did it. But then it goes out on the Twitter. They go, look what Pat knows. Yeah. I know you don't know what this means, but this is anti-police. Yeah, that's that's cheap. That's gazing. I don't like that. But then I looked I'm, up. I'm on Pat Connaughton's side for this. Okay, but how about this for Pat Connaughton and Brett Favre, who's been in, got in trouble Brett with the Favre. They charge seventy five dollars for a message. Sure. I looked up. This guy's making one point seven this year. Yeah, he needs he a made little extra. One point six last year. <laughs> Brett Favre made millions of dollars. Listen. Those, I wouldn't do one of these cameo videos. Those farm farm tractors that he needs to handle his uh, you know, his farm down there yeah. in Mississippi, that's expensive. You know? He's got kids. He's gotta and, make a little extra scratch on the side. And if I ever went on this cameo for seventy five dollars, I'd be like a, what okay, what am I saying here? You could definitely person. make money on there. Are, you are enough of a celebrity that there are it, people out there that would want to hear from you. It seems very cheesy, though. Wow. Well, and I'm not even making $1.7 million. No, not quite. Just like a little shy of that. Pat Knorton. And you'd actually do the research to make sure you weren't outing yourself oh, yeah. and saying Hi. something that was inappropriate. My name is Al Dukes. Do you think he still has the big bush? 
<laughs> that was a cameo I was working on. Yeah. Yeah. But then I looked up uh, Big Bush is Big not, Bush, right. Yeah. yeah. Urban it's Dictionary a, it's a trick. advised you against putting Hey, handsome, there. I'm just trying to be your stress reliever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where does that even... That's podcast, all podcast stuff? All podcast. Jeez. Or that's... A lot of times I read players' tweets. Like that one that Eddie just played, that was probably from a a um, woman trying to uh slide into a player's slide DMs. Into a play- yeah yeah or a player trying to slide right, into yeah the other way around a gal's dms which i'm sure happens often yeah yeah oh yeah eddie do we need to break or do i have a moment why would we not break we break every day oh every day we do this <laughs> really every day we sell spots even when i'm here the spots okay. are sold uh when we return i think i got some about thursday night oh monday night football <laughs> nicks and the Big Boomer and Geo show next. Take it away, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Jerry's out. Uh, CeeLo sitting in here with Al today. You got Monday Night Football Seahawks over the Vikings, 37 to 30. The Knicks were obliterated by the Bucks in Milwaukee. Islanders wanted Detroit Rangers and Devils lose. Al, what do you got? They were the flu riddled Seattle Seahawks, they all had the flu. I think every player on the team had the flu. The whole store the whole got the flu. The flu. They handled it a little bit better than the Patriots did, I guess, right? They well, didn't have the, to travel, though. But Right, that's true. And the Patriots sent two different planes. It a flu-riddled nice. flu plane and a non-flu-riddled <laughs> plane. That's where having two team charters yes. works in your favor. I didn't realize. You know, I was trying to think. I was like, I wonder if the Seahawks travel. They Home. probably just took a bus. Yeah. Or their cars. Right. Cars. The players the drive right to the game. I believe so. Like on Sunday, is Sam Darnold to drive? I, I think so. They, they do stay at a team hotel even when they're at home. I think they check in like on Saturday at some point, and then they're there as the team overnight. But I think the players have their own cars and arrive at the stadium. On I always wonder, like, is Sam Darnold sitting in traffic trying to get out of MetLife Stadium? Because these guys, Jamal Adams, he loves to tweet the pictures of him walking into the stadium and his get up for the day or whatever. Yeah. He's one of those guys. You always you you'll know what he wore to the stadium that day. You got to sure. dress up. And Minshew Mania returning to Jacksonville. Yeah, God, quick hook for Nick Foles. Nick Foles to the bench. See ya. What What's that him? dude making? Eighty-eight million, something like that. I don't know how much was guaranteed. guaranteed eighty-eight million over four years. Not bad. Wow. Good morning, Boomer. Good morning. Would you be ticked if you were benched making that cash? Well, I don't think Nick break, Foles he did break his clavicle, didn't he? Well, not again. Yeah, but I, he can't be 100%. Oh, okay. Well, they bring him back then. Because he said he was 100%. He oh, lied. He well. wanted to try to save the team. He's a liar. He doesn't get upset about anything. You ever listen to this guy talk? Nick Foles? Yeah. Yeah. He's Mr. Positivity. Mm-hmm. He's probably mm-hmm. super angry behind the He's already the spinning no, the positivity not. behind oh, he's being positive. He's a, um, he's a very religious person. Yes. Oh, is that right? So he sees the good in everything. Oh. Which is very nice to hear every now and again. That is it nice. Is, yes, very uplifting, especially mm. this time of year. Mm. Maybe he can return Pat Connaughton's car. No, Chris Hogan. You're confusing. I am. You're confusing like stories. Got confused last night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so he thought He's the, doing the America thing. Yeah, I thought of you last night. <laughs> he thought the America. Vikings <laughs> were screwed over by the Minnesota Miracle? That's what but he thought. They yeah. actually they beat the Saints with it, yeah? That's right. That's right. Good memory. The other way around. I know more than Booger. Maybe you should do Monday Night Football. I would love. Hey, Tess. America wants to hear Al Dukes. <laughs> then you'd be making 1.7. Good, or good evening. It's another two-day <laughs> Yankees offseason box office blitz.